Welcome back in, everyone, to C-Dubs Lock, the betting segment on the Schmogan Hot Takes podcast. I'm your host, C-Dubs, and I'm back, everyone. It is so good to be back in the saddle, ready to talk about some of the plays that I like this week coming off the holiday season. And we go, and it's it's still the holiday season, technically, because we got New Year's coming up here this, uh, this, this coming Monday, so... Um, you know, hope hope everyone out there is having a good time with their family in this in this holiday season, and they're they're hopefully enjoying some some much deserved time off of work, if that's applicable to you. Now, we're back, folks. It's week seventeen. We have two weeks left in the regular season. It's coming down to the wire. I'm not sure if we can hit our goal that we were shooting for of fifty eight percent win rate, but we're going to try. We need we need a perfect week in here or close to it. We need to go I have 5 plays for you this week. We need to go about 4 and 1 or 5 and 0. Oh. Those are the only two options. So we're going to we're going to give it our best shot and see what happens. Now, <clears throat> I know that last week Prophet J filled in for me and and he he gave you guys some parlays to to work with. I don't know off the top of my head if any of them hit. I I know the Bills one didn't, but uh, that was fun. He did a phenomenal job with that. Make sure to uh, give him some comments, give him some praise on our social media posts and pages and stuff like that. He deserves it. It was it was a great episode. I was very proud. So um, there will be no recap from week sixteen. We're just gonna go ahead and jump right in to week seventeen plays now. Interesting couple couple of games here in week seventeen. We got a couple of teams that are on the verge of clinching the playoffs. And we're going to start there. We're going to start with the Ravens, who are favored by three and a half points, taking on the Miami Dolphins in Baltimore. And we're going to take the Ravens minus three and a half in this one. Now, I touched on this a little bit on the podcast, uh, which which dropped Thursday morning or Wednesday night. One of the two. I'm not sure. But if you haven't listened to it, go give it a listen. But... I highlighted that this is it for Baltimore. If they win this game, they clinch the number one overall seed. And with that number one seed, that means they get a buy. They can take week 18 off. It doesn't matter if they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers next week. Who cares? You can rest all your starters next week or play them a half, whatever. You get that first round buy in the playoffs. You're looking really good. You're, you're two wins away from a Super Bowl if you win this game. Now, same thing goes for Miami, right? Like, there's three teams that can get the number one seed still. There's a mathematical chance. It's it's Baltimore, it's Miami, and it's Cleveland. Don't ask me how Cleveland managed to sneak in there, but they did. And so there's a lot on the line here for Miami, too. But they're coming into this game banged up. Raheem Mostert is nursing an an ankle injury. From the game last weekend against the Cowboys, Jalen Waddle has a high ankle sprain. He's not going to play in this one. I, you know, honestly, maybe if this game was in Miami, I could see Tula and the guys hanging around. I, I, I could see it. I could see it in the realm of possibility. But this Baltimore crowd is going to be fired up, man. They just, they're coming off of beating the the 49ers on Christmas. Huge victory. Huge victory. Some people could, some people were saying that was, that's a Super Bowl preview, you know, and they, they kind of trounced them a little bit. So I think the crowd's going to be jazzed in, in, in this game. I think Baltimore's going to come out on fire. They're going to come out to set the tempo, set the pace, 
and I don't think that the the Dolphins can keep track can can, can keep up the pace with with Baltimore's firepower on offense. And it, it'll be interesting to see as well how Ty Hill plays against Kyle Hamilton and, and the Ravens secondary because the Ravens secondary has been lights out, man. So I don't know. I at three and a half, I just think that there's a potential for a blowout here. Like I really do. I, I want it to be a good game, but I'm I'm gonna side with the home team here, and I'm gonna say that Baltimore takes care of business by at least a touchdown. They cover the the three and a half point spread, and they lock up the number one seed in the AFC for the playoffs. Now for our second bet, and we tried one of these a couple weeks ago, didn't work out, but we're gonna give it another shot. So we're gonna go up to Buffalo, New York where the Bills are hosting the New England Patriots. The Bills are currently favored by 13 to 13 and a half, depending on your book. And as tempting as it would be to take that, and I think the Bills will roll on that one, like I I, I think they're going to blow out the Patriots. So the Patriots actually beat the Bills. And I don't know if anyone remembers this. The Patriots beat the Bills earlier in the year, 29-26 in Foxborough. What a strange outcome that is, looking back on it, considering the Patriots have won three, four games, something like that, and the Bills are on the cusp of the playoffs. So, strange outcome there. But the Bills, you know, they have the predictable letdown game. So, okay, they blow out the, the Cowboys two weeks ago, right? Now they go on the road to the char- to Los Angeles. They play the Chargers, and they have a projected letdown game there where they win by two points. They barely scrape by against Easton Stick and the Los Angeles Chargers. But I think things get back on the right track here. It's a revenge narrative. Like, the Bills aren't going to lose this game. I don't I don't care who, who you are. I don't care what happened. They're not going to lose this game. They're not losing to Belichick twice in the same season. So the play is going to be Bills' first half, minus 7.5. The 13 to a 13.5, even though I think the Bills are going to win comfortably, it, the, the backdoor cover possibility there kind of scares me. So we're going to ride with a huge first half for the Bills. We're going we're gonna to ride the narrative that the Bills come out, they punch the Patriots in the mouth, and the Patriots can't keep up with Zappi and, uh, and, and their team. So the Bills, uh, minus 7.5. I do... I have a stat here um, where New England has played seven road games this this year. They're two and five against the spread in the first half, including being one and four against the spread in the first half when they are the underdog team. Now, the Bills in the first half this year, they're nine and six against the spread. They're five and three at home. So I think the narrative's there, and I'm going to roll with it. So we're going to take Bills minus seven and a half in the first half. And see what happens. Now, our uh, third game of the week that we're on, the Rams are going to be traveling to MetLife to take on the Giants. Rams are favored by 5.5. We're going to take the Rams minus 5.5. I don't see how the train stops here. You know, the Giants are nothing to be scared of. The Rams have been rolling. The Rams' defense actually is set up perfect to uh, stop the Giants' main man, Saquon Barkley. The Rams have not allowed... A red zone rushing touchdown since week 12. That's pretty good, considering we're in week 17 now. So for the last month, they haven't allowed a single running back to score on a carry within the red zone. Um, 
I said this on the pod, they've been number one against running backs in general, uh, in fantasy, but also in real life production in the second half of the season. I think that continues. You know, the Giants, they don't really have much offense outside of Saquon. I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be their starting quarterback this week. Um, so, you know, maybe deep balls to Darius Slayton. But is Tyrod Taylor built like that? Is he really different like that? I don't I don't think so. Not anymore. So I'm going to just I'm going to make it short and quick and easy and say we're taking the Rams minus five and a half. Now, our fourth pick of the game of the week. Uh, we're on the Saints and Tampa Bay. Yes, I know. Tampa Bay. I hate them. I get every game wrong. But that's when I take the spread or the money line. We're not going to do that here. The over-under in this game is 42.5. It's in Tampa. And we're going to take the over in this game. Now, when the two teams played uh, earlier in the season, the final score was 26-9. to Tampa Bay won. But that was also when the Saints' offense wasn't really clicking. Olave was hurt. Kamara was just coming. I think that was actually Kamara's first game back from suspension. So they they weren't like all in tune with each other. Now the offense has been clicking. Saints have been putting up 20 plus points the last couple weeks. Tampa is just dropping 30 plus on everyone's heads. So I understand why the line is set at 42 and a half, but at the same time, I feel like we're not in for a shootout, but I think we'll we'll, we'll cruise over the 42 and a half here pretty comfortably. The Saints defense, it, it was really strong to start the season. It's fallen off a cliff. We saw what the Rams did to them last week, scoring 30 points against them. Um, Tampa's defense, you can score on them. You, pretty much everyone against Tampa has scored at least 20 points. So, you know, their their secondary is just in tatters. Uh, it's it's far from a far cry from what it used to be. Their run defense is still really good. Right? They got Vita Vea in the trenches. Um, so their front seven is still really good, but their back end is just... Is just Oh, it's sad to look at. So I think with Carr performing pretty well of, of late in the passing game that the, the the Saints will be able to put up points through Olave, Rashid, Shahid, and Kamara as well. So I think we're going to get more than 42.5 points. I don't care who wins because if I were to pick a side, I'd get it wrong. So we're just going to take the over and, and call good. Now our fifth and final game of the week that we're going to be on we're going we're gonna to be on the Packers' money line. It's Sunday night football. They're on the road. They're taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings right now are favored by a point and a half. Uh, but I really like the Packers in this spot. The, the, the Vikings just announced today that they're actually benching Nick Mullins in favor of Jaron Hall again, their rookie. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Yes. Did Mullins throw four interceptions last week? Yeah, he did. Do they have Josh Dobbs? I, 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 Honestly, I think O'Connell hates Josh Dobbs at this point because I would much rather put him out there than rookie Jaron Hall. I I don't know. I am super off of the Jaron Hall train at this point. I, I mentioned it on the pod. I think the Packers will be getting back Christian Watson and Jaden Reed, at least one of the two, and I think that will, that will help out their offense a ton. Aaron Jones looked good and back to his old self last week, probably for the first time since week one of this year. So... I think you have one team that's kind of trending up now with Green Bay, and you have the Vikings who kind of plateaued and are starting to, to head down. You know, they, they lost TJ Hawkinson to his knee injury. They probably lost Jordan Addison this week. So it's going to be Justin Jefferson, Ty Chandler, and KJ Osborne. Those are your three offensive weapons. 
I just don't think that's enough firepower to get it done against against the, the, the Packers. Now, this is a winner-take-all game type of a situation. The winner will still be mathematically uh, eligible for the playoffs. The loser will be out. So a lot on the line here. It just seems like a really big situation for the Vikings to be like, oh yeah, let's turn to our rookie, like Jaron Hall. Like, yeah, this, he can get it done. I I don't think so. So we'll just take the Vikings to win the game straight up and, and hope for the best. So those are my five favorite betting plays for week 17 of the NFL season. Please remember to like and follow the Smoking Hot Takes podcast on Spotify and all of our other social media platforms. We're really trying hard to grow our, our follower count. So if you could go give those all those pages follows, likes, thumbs ups, whatever, we would greatly appreciate that. As always, this has been C-Dubs, and I will see you next week.